Hello, my name's Austin Campbell, and welcome to another episode of the Chicken Noodle Podcast. Please enjoy. Hey, how's everyone going? Welcome to another episode of the Chicken Noodle Podcast, and... And I'm your host, coming at you, putting these out every Monday. When do What day do I record it? It's a mystery. No one really freaking knows. But all I know is that it comes out on every Monday. So um, I hope your Monday is going good. Um, I do one of these every Monday. I don't miss one, even if I have to record them on Sunday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Because I'm too lazy to... Uh, to um do it beforehand i would have riley on here but unfortunately um she actually found another podcaster that she likes and they've ran off to guam to go get hitched andy lope so um yeah there's that so uh, but you know we move on we move on yeah i think he does a podcast on um he does a podcast on Yorkshire Terriers or something, and for some reason, those are just the coolest dogs ever to some people. And I mean, I thought they were one of the coolest dogs until I heard Fernando talking about them on Spotify. And uh, I guess she liked the way his voice sounded, or I mean, maybe maybe he's just more hum- endowed than I am. Maybe that's what it comes down to. I'm just kidding. Riley's just not here. Whoopsie daisies. How about I try to get her on next week? How about I make my first promise to you guys? I mean, after I already promise that I put one of these out every Monday, and have I fell through on that promise? No. So you guys should be thanking me, huh? Maybe that's why I haven't got no emails. Let's see. Let's check that. I don't think so, but just for shits and giggles. Yeah, no. No shits, no giggles, no emails. Send your emails to the chicken noodle to... Is is it the or the... <clears throat> Send your emails to chicken noodle podcast at gmail.com. They will get read every podcast until I have so many emails I don't know what to do with. And then, I don't know, figure it out. We'll go from there. How about the Lakers, right? How about LeBron just showing up? Showing up like a goat. Showing up and fucking showing the Warriors what's good. Uh-huh. Where's your Game 6, Clay Thompson, Warriors fans? Huh, and what about... What about... What about Jeff? I feel like there's a guy named Jeff out there that is crying right now. I feel like there's a guy out there named Jeff. Right? And I feel like his eyes look a bit heavy. And almost looks like he, he didn't get no sleep i would have to say that if you saw this guy named jeff you'd think maybe maybe he was getting in a fight with his wife or maybe he you know he his eyes just kind of you know they look you know maybe he needs to get that crow's feet surgery and you'd say oh well when was that the day after the lakers whooped the shit out of the Warriors? No, actually, 
it it goes back to the day of the last game too, where the Warriors. Austin, didn't the Warriors actually win that game? Well, yeah, they did. Well, well then why does his eyes look so heavy? Why does his eyes look so heavy after the Warriors won? Oh, because he's a. And I would tell you because he's a he's a fucking Warriors fan. And what do Warriors fans do? Well, I don't know, Austin. What do Warriors fans do? Oh, Warriors fans cry even after they win games. That's just what they do. So if you see a guy named Jeff, and his eyes look a little heavy, tell him to get it together, bitch, and get ready for next season. Whoopsie daisies. Whoopsie daisies. We all know who that was for. All right, moving on. Um, Cardinals whooping the Red Sox. Cardinals whooping the Red Sox. Won that series, huh? Are the Cardinals back? Are the Cardinals back, baby? Let's go MLB NL Central standings. Let's see it. Oh, shit. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, we're playing 375 ball, 15 and 25. I mean, it ain't nothing to go on a 10-game win streak. Last 10, we went 5 and 5, so that's 500 ball. Um... Brewers in first place. The Pirates trailing by game and a half in second place. Who would have thought that? I mean, I just don't even know what to make of this. Get rid of Ali. That's all I know. That's all I know about that. The football schedule came out. The Chiefs, they are just, they just, they just got one of the most difficult schedules in, I mean, I would argue to say in the history you know, I mean, yeah, our division's stout. And, I mean, yeah, we, the Chargers, their stadium is our practice field. That's where we just go to practice, right? And then the Raiders, you know, that's where, uh, that's where, what is it? That's where, uh, that's where we go to gamble, right, over in Vegas. You know, we just go there and just, you know, we, the, you know, the Chiefs just go there and bet on the Raiders just to lose money. That's how much they don't give a shit. And then what? Then they go to Denver, and what do they do in Denver? They just go there to take shits on the field. They just go there to drop a deuce in the end zone. Callback. Um, so yeah, their schedule just got dropped. We're gonna play Philly again. You know, I mean, we're just racking the bags of the NFL. They're just racking in the money on prime time a lot. But I don't know why are they going to Germany. Why are they going? Why is the NFL doing games overseas? Anyone have an answer? Well, you can email me if you do, but I think I'll sum it up right here, right now. The people at the top don't want, are never satisfied. They don't want to not make money, right? Well, Austin, how can you be so sure of this? Well, you guys are just, you guys are a very giving audience. I really appreciate how involved you guys are. Um, Let me tell you what I've experienced this weekend, and I'll, I'll circle back around to that, okay? So, I went to the zoo today, okay? I went to the zoo with my daughter, my daughter, my daughter, went there with her and her lovely self. And with some other people, but that information is for me. Maybe if you see me on the streets, you can ask me who I went to the zoo with, and that'll give us something to talk about besides the weather, you fucking lame people. 
God, I have to do all the work for you? Um, so I went there, and uh, someone I was, we first get there, and a person that is very dear to my heart, he goes to get um, a water bottle for his wife, and to pour some off of his little baby on his little baby's head, right? Because babies get hot. It was hot at the zoo, you know. And even though they got that shaded cart, you know, the shaded stroller, it still gets a little hot. So he goes there, and I mean, this dude's like twenty in his early twenties, but he's definitely an old man. But I read, I'm I'm with him on this. He comes back and is like, "Well, hun, I need your damn card. I need your damn card, hun." And she's like, why'd you forget your wallet? He's like, oh, no, I got my wallet. I got my wallet. Right? I got my wallet. And she's like, well, what's the problem? He's like, they don't accept cash here. And so she's like, okay, here's my card. He's like, that's fucking ridiculous. I'm going to go over there and get my fucking pace of my mind. Right? And I'm like, oh, geez, we haven't even been at the zoo for three minutes. And it's already about to go down. You know, wherever a chicken noodle is, you can find chaos you know, shortly behind it. And not like drug addiction chaos. We don't live that way anymore. But I mean chaos like flipping out because a business doesn't take cash, which I agree with, right? So, you know, he restrains himself. I mean, he definitely gives people attitude and he preaches his views on it. He's like, I'll tell you exactly why this fucking place don't accept cash. And I'm like, oh yeah, you got it figured out. He's like, oh yeah, I fucking know. He says, workplace... Um, fucking security uh, uh, pretty much he was insinuating that the reason they don't carry cash is because they can't trust the workers enough to not steal money which I kind of understand that because the zoo is big it's very big and I'm sure it's hard to keep all those drawers straight you know or people um or people, you know, just skimming off the top or, you know, who knows what. Right, so I can see that. But I see it as a cashless society, right? You know, because the next thing, you know, soon your social security number is going to be, you know, is going to be your everything. That's going to be your barcode. This is one scenario. I'm not 100% convinced, but, you know, I'm... I'm not saying it's not impossible. Alright, so they get cashless society. So then if you're not woke enough online or you don't, you know, you you mess up and, you know, because you exert your freedom of speech, then all of a sudden they can freeze everything and then they starve you out. You know, or, or, or I mean, they can just, they're just in control. Right? And this goes back to BlackRock. Now, I'm not going to explain that. If you guys don't know it, do some research yourself. But, you know, if you know, you know. Because we don't really own anything now, do we? If you do own something, hold it close to your heart. And pass it on to fucking your family. Pass it on down generations. And all you fucking people that get something passed down to you that the bank doesn't own. Use every ounce of energy you have. To not let them fucking cocksuckers get a hold of whatever it is that got passed down. Because we have to stop the cycle of P of bankers riding in, you know, walking people into a house, bending them over a futon, 
and giving them the old clap right? Because that's what they do. They say, oh, we'll show you this house. Oh, here, look at the cushions of that futon. And you say, oh, really? Oh, 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 yes. Oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, the old clap I remember this move. So we have to stop the people from getting from getting the old Klaparuski, right? So hold it close to your heart, right? And don't, you know, keep passing it down. Keep passing it down and keep, you know, build it into something great until they come and try and take it from you and then, you know, then, then it's war. And then I'd read. Go ahead and recommend reading The Art of War by Sun Tzu and go from there. Now, where the... What the hell was I talking about? I love that. Um, so... Cashless society. All right, we're getting there. Okay, so I'm like, okay, I mean, yeah, that might be, you know, it could be either or. Right, so then we move on with our day. And we all go get something to, we go get something to eat. Right, not really. We don't really splurge there. Because why? Because the food's too expensive, but we all know that. Right? So, but a couple of people get a get a drink, not a bottled drink, like a fountain drink. And uh, oh no, there we go. Everyone settle in. So we get a bottled drink, or someone gets a, a fountain drink, and they come back, and they were like, "Hey, um, they didn't give us any straws." And I was like, "Oh no." Oh no, looks like you're going to have to go through the old oral esophagus, you know. You're not going to be able to get no sucky-sucky. You're going to have to do a little tipsy-backsy with the cup into your mouth. And they're like, they didn't give us no lid either. And I'm like, well, why? They're like, oh, um, well, he's, you know, someone who's dear to my heart. They said, oh, well, I asked him if I could have a lid. And they said, oh, we don't do that. And I said, well, can I get a straw? And they said, no, we don't do straws here either here at the zoo. And they said, well, why is that? And the person that's dear to my heart said, well, why is that? And they said, oh, because it's bad for the environment. All right. Now, to a normal person, they would see on the side of the Coca-Cola cup that with the green leaves that says, oh, recycle me. Oh, we care about, we care about, um, you know, Turtles with six-pack things carried around their neck. We care. We so care. We so care that we, you know, that we take ha- capture these animals, take them out from the wild, we treat them to do tricks, and we give them a good life. Yeah, sure, maybe you give them a good life. They don't have to go hungry, and they're not worried about getting chased after predators. But do you really care about the turtles? Because I'm calling, I'm calling BS. Austin Campbell, the Chicken Noodle Podcast. Last Monday, he calls BS on the St. Louis Zoo. Back to you, Cotton. You know, so I call BS. And I'm like, no, 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 no. They don't give a rat's ass about the turtles, okay? They care about, what do, what do businesses care about? They care about more dollars in their pocket, okay? They don't give a shit about the turtles, all right, all the turtles could die, and you know the the people running this place would wonder, you know, would try and would sell off a a, a, a turtle's skeletal for you know ten thousand dollars. They don't give a shit about them turtles, but 
Now you'd say, how you do, how do you know that? Because okay, put yourself in their position, sitting around a round table. How can we? Okay, the people that run the zoo. How can we increase profits? And they're like, oh, well, we could, we could just um, anytime someone's hungry or thirsty at our when they come to the zoo, we could just give them the old clapperuski. And they say, yes, I like that. We just jack up the prices. And they say, well, that's not what I was thinking. And they said, okay, well, what were you thinking? Well, I was thinking that we get rid of the lids and the straws. And then one guy looks at the next and they go, oh, the double clapperuski. I love it. So, we give them the double clapperuski. They come in here, they're hungry, they're thirsty, we jack up the prices. Then, we take the lids and take the straws. That's more money in our pocket. And then someone chirps up from the back and goes, but aren't people going to think we're, we're cheap bastards? Aren't people going to think we're cheap bastards if we take the lids or take the straws? And they go, ooh, good point, good point, deity number four. <clears throat> Does anyone have a solution? DOT number seven. Yeah, I've got a solution. On the side of the Coca-Cola cap, can Coca-Cola cups, we put on, you know, some of them them leaf shits and recycle me shits, and you know, we do all that. We spruce it up, make it look real nice, like we care about the environment, and then people don't think we're cheap bastards. People think we care about the tortoises with the with a with a six pack of A and W bottles around around its neck that's choking. And then they all just look at each other. And then they all just start applauding. Well done, deity number seven. And then they suck each other off and then they go home and um, um, don't have sex with their wives because they're in the closet. About their, um, no, they're not in the closet. They're, uh, they're insecure about themselves. All right, we drove that one right into the ground, but that's okay. That's how we get down around here. But yeah, the zoo's cool. I mean, I, I think that um, here, here's something you guys can do. Here's your homework. Email me, chickennoodlepodcast at gmail.com. Email me what animals you think are okay, you're okay with being in captivity. The animals are not okay with being in, kept in captivity my animal, my main animal that I don't think this should be kept in captivity is an orca because we can't, you can't give them enough real estate to hang out and be an actual fish, you know, or mammal. Sorry, it's whale. You just can't give them enough real estate. So I don't think they should be kept in captivity. And I mean, whoops. And uh, I mean, if, if you ever watch how they go watch Blackfish or just YouTube how do they catch an orca and it's one of the most horrifying things you'll ever watch in your life and it'll make you want to um it'll it'll make you feel okay with covid you'll be like well i'm all right with some of the human race dying because i mean it's just absolutely awful so yeah let me know what you guys think you know endangered species i'm all right with that but you gotta that's tricky because you gotta breed them up but you also got to breed them in the wild because you can't just breed them up in captivity because then they won't know how to hunt.
you know, so I don't know, it's a, it's a weird area, so let me know what, uh, let me know what you guys, um, let me know what you guys think about that, <sighs> let's see here, where are we going with this, um, what's going on, uh, have you guys seen the, the, uh, the, uh, you know, the election's gonna come up, and, you know, I can't vote, so what do I care, but I like to watch the commercials, I like to watch the commercials, and, uh, Mark Block, Mark Block, Mark Block here, he has the greatest, um, just YouTube Mark Block, it's so funny, this dude's, um, it's just one of the greatest political campaigns ads I've ever seen, but what did I, okay, I saw, um, one, um, it was this, it was this guy, and you already know which way he's swinging just by, you know, he's out in a farm field, and he's like, my name is, is Trent Hickelson McDuffie, and I'm for right to bear arms, and I'm for, uh, pro-life, and I'm for getting the Democrats out, uh, Ken McDickelson, 2024 right and that is just funny to me because uh you know why do you want to get the democrats out you know shouldn't in a perfect world shouldn't we just all like you know not be one side or the other but everyone should have their own opinion and then we should all just try and come up with a consensus but this is getting too serious isn't it what's some funny shit we can talk about because i didn't prep once again How can I forget Mother's Day? Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my mother if she's listening to this. I love you, mom. And uh, you raised a great chicken noodle. You did. You raised me from a chicken until I grew my noodle, and uh, and now I'm um, I'm 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 running the coop. You know, running the coop just like you always knew I could. We're hanging out in the coop right now. So, so yeah, if you if you've lost your mom, I'm terribly sorry because that sucks. I can only imagine. But definitely call your mom and tell her you love her. Maybe you didn't have a mom growing up. Maybe your dad was Mr. Mom and Mr. Dad in that case. Um, thank your dad for being a mom too. Or I don't know. That sounds PC, right? Um, okay. Here's what here's um the shit that everyone needs to be talking about right now. If you run an ideology good, it's a religion. If you run it bad, it's a cult. Okay? Now this is something I'm trying to, uh, you know, morph into one of my bits. Okay, so maybe you guys would like to be, would you guys would like to help me mold this. Maybe you guys can give me a perspective that I don't have, right? Maybe you can just say something that gets my brain working on this. Because I think it's a good premise, right? Because think about it, okay? You run an idea, okay, you have an ideology. Okay, we'll take, you know, any mainstream religion, all right? It doesn't matter what it is. Okay, but they're all mostly grandfathered in, right? They're all mostly grandfathered in. And so people don't really question them. But these new ones, you know, when these cults form, right, when these cults form, it's, 
it, it's what, you know, it's never a cult in the beginning, right? It's just people having a good time. Maybe they're living uh, that, what's that called, a hedonistic, you know, lifestyle. Maybe they, you know, and, and from the looks of it, when a cult starts off before it's considered a cult, everyone just looks like they're having a good time and they're all just having coitus with one another, honestly. Dudes and dudes, men, women and women, dudes and women, you know, it all looks great. But where is it? Where along the line does it get twisted? Is it greed, you know, or is it what happens? Because I think if you run the ideology good, it sticks around and turns into a religion or something of the sorts or just a, or, you know, a, a set, you know, something you believe in or stand behind, a group you stand behind. But if you run it bad, you know, it's it's a cult. Let's look up the cults. Most famous, famous cults. Most famous cults in the U.S. history. Uh, the Heaven's Gate cult embraced aliens. What's that? Um... Okay, come on, I just want to list. First, we need to... Why Why is every article like this? For, oh, you'd like to know the most famous... You'd like to know the f most famous cults, wouldn't you? Well, let's start out to the first cult that was ever existed. Let's start out with the cult of the, of the hunter-gatherers. Sure, some of them were hunters and some of them were gatherers. But they eventually... They eventually, you know, started sucking each other's guys and they became cult. You know, why does every article start out like that? Or you say, I, I want to make a, I don't know, I want to make a banana, a, a, a banana cream pie or banana pudding. We'll say banana pudding. I want to make banana pudding. So you look it up. You click on the first thing that says how to make banana pudding. And then there's just, just words on words before you even get to a recipe. It's like, well, you'd like to make banana pudding, right? Well, first, let's look at where a banana originated from. My grandfather, actually, he loved bananas. And he would always eat a, eat a banana sandwich every morning. And one day I asked, why don't you put peanut butter on your banana sandwich? And he said, oh, well, because I'm allergic to peanut butter. And so I went and got a jar of peanut butter, and I took a big spoon, and I smacked him across the face with it, and I shoved it down his throat until he died. And I said, well, that'll teach you forever sexually abusing me ever again. <laughs> now, let's talk about pudding. You know, and they just go on with that stupid shit, and it's just like, dude, I just want to know how to make banana pudding. You know, I don't care about your deeper issues. Um, okay, so this website is Most Infamous Cults in History. All right, let's try this one. Okay, the Mason family. This guy had, you know, he was, okay, Charles Manson. Mason, wow. Manson. Charles Manson. All right, he had a good ideology going, but once he, he was running his ideology too well, and then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, one of the, one of his, you know, people didn't want to have sex with all the women he was having sex with. And pretty much the government shut him down after, you know, after too much, after too much, uh, after, you know, he was just, he was growing too fast. Members of Heaven's Gates were told that God was an alien. Ooh, see, 39 members died by suicide. 
members of Heaven's Gates called, okay, where this cult went wrong was they said God was an alien. Now, I think that you can't even say, because they're referring to like God, like, like, you know, the, one of the mainstream religions, God, like Christianity, Catholicism, you know, they were, they're referring it to it like, oh yeah, that God, your God is an alien. Right. So I, you can't mess with another religion shit or else you'll, especially if it's a religion that's grandfathered in or you're going to go down. Um, the Om, Om Shin, Shinrikyo, Om Shinrikyo cult was found in the 80s by Shoko Ashara. He claimed to be Christ and at one point garnered tens of thousands of followers across the world. His teachings started out spiritual and then became increasingly violent. Cult members even paid money to drink Ashara's blood. Um, okay, so where did it go downhill? So he's doing good, right? He's, he's, you know, but I mean, he said he claimed to be Christ. Don't claim to be someone that already existed. That's where these people are. See, now, I need to start a cult is what it's coming down to. Um, at one point, he got tens of thousands of followers and tens of thousands. I mean, that's a, that's all right, I guess, for cult. His teachings are, uh, and now he's he even paid money. People were paying money to drink his blood. You know, at that point. I mean, what what more do you want, you know? Because, I mean, you just put a little hot sauce, mix that up with some ketchup, and douse some water in it, and then put some, I don't know, flakes of iron, and it'll taste like blood, but it'll also give you that kickback, you know? And you'll be like, this dude's blood doesn't taste like normal blood. He must be, he must be the Messiah. On March 20th, 1985, members of the Om Shinikro Kiro left five bags filled with a toxic nerve agent on three Tokyo train lines during rush hour. Passengers began choking and throwing up. Thirteen people died because of the attack and 5,800 were in in injured. As months went by, the cult tried and failed to attack other subway sessions with a deathly cyanide. Ashara was sentenced to death along with the 12 other members. Seven members were executed in July of 2018. Others are still on death row in Japan. Okay. That's where you go wrong. These people went wrong when they don't mess with people that are not in your cult. You got to draw them in. And you don't mess with the outsiders. You don't just go to a subway of, you know, people you don't know and you're causing them harm. Then your cult's going to get shut down. You just got to, you know, be content with having a good time, you know, and just... Be like, yeah, we all share the same values, you know, and we're just doing this, you know. Um, fifty-one day stand Oh, the Wacos. Mm. Why did the Waco? David Koresh, believe you could talk to. We all know that story. He managed to convince more than a hundred people to move to a compound outside of Waco, Texas, and following his teachings which included his brief that men could have multiple wives, including girls as young as 10. That's creepy. On February 28th, the FBI arrived. Yeah, and then when you... Yeah, you can't... You can't... Uh, you can't mess with underage children. See, these cults peoples... These cults peoples... Where I'm coming to the conclusion that they're all going wrong is that 
they're not setting any morals. Okay? So, let's try and find the per. Let's set up the perfect cult or ideology to where it doesn't turn into a cult. We gotta set morals. Right? Kind of like, you know, gangs do. You know, but we're different because we're not a gang. We're not trying to cause harm to one, but we just have a set of morals and principles we believe in. So send me in your ideas if you want to, or I'll come up with them and I'll have them ready to go next week. Um, so send me in your ideas of what uh, what makes a perfect ideology, right? To where we can exist forever. Because honestly, if we can get something like that rolling, I mean, I'll drop everything and we can just do it, you know? We can just do it. Or maybe you guys can just do it and I'll just promote you or something, you know. Alright, well I guess I'll talk about Saturday real quick and then uh then I'll bounce out of here. I'll have rally on next week or I'll you know, hopefully we can build up some more momentum. I didn't have no emails and I kinda of just had been busy, so you know. But why am I making excuses? Do you guys really care? You know? No, you just want the content, and I'm here to give it to you. Don't you worry. Or maybe you're just giving me sympathy views. Whatever, I'll take any views I can get. I'll take any penises I can get. What? Um, so Saturday, um, there's supposed to be a flea market. So I went to the flea market, and it wasn't a freaking flea market. Okay, it was an outdoor craft fair. Okay, and I don't like to be deceived like that because I've already been to the craft fairs this year in the same town. Okay, I've already been there. And I was really hoping it was going to be a flea market because where I come from, where I come from, good, uh, where I come from, there is there's a flea market and it's legit like you can find, you know. I mean, I've been when I go to a flea market, I can expect to find some knockoff designer things that someone made look really well. I expect to find some, you know, some one-of-a-kind rare items. You know, something that you can come up on, honestly. You know, or, or something, a really cool collectible. And, or, or just, I mean, just the atmosphere of a flea market is so cool because you can even trade with the people. You know, you can just, I mean, it's just kind of a big barter fest. You know, it's its really, I love a flea market, a good flea market. But this was not as, this was not a flea market. It was just an outdoor craft fair. And I was just seeing the same stuff that I already saw at the craft fair. And I was so mad when I had walked all, I walked all of it and was like, yeah, this is the same stuff that I saw at the craft fair. So I, I bought my mother um, an $8 teaching pen. And no, that's not all I got her for Mother's Day. So you shut your mouth. I love my mother. She's a saint. But it was just an addition to other things that me and my brothers got her. So, you guys have any good flea market stories? Because I think flea market is really cool. And I don't like being deceived. So if anyone that runs that flea market, is that outdoor craft fair, is listening to me, you know, know your shit. Know your fleas from your crafts. All right. Well, I don't have that much steam. And, um, 
if I'm satisfied with this, I guess I'm going to post it regardless because it's almost Monday night and I got a commitment for you guys, to you guys and to myself. But, um, yeah, send me an email, chickennoodlepodcast at gmail.com. Overrated, underrated. Send me in your power moves. Send me in, uh, I mean, anything, anything you want to talk about, I'm game for. You know, advice, advices. I give great advices. Um, I got a show coming up May 27th, May 20-something in Piedmont. And where is that, Austin? Oh, it's in the middle of nowhere. Oh, good, 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 good. May 27th, I got a show in Piedmont. Um, and that's really all I got on the books right now. Um, so just send, you know, uh, thank you guys for listening. Share this podcast with a friend. And if you got any suggestions or you just want to talk shit to me, send it to the email. And, uh, um, you know, that's all I really got to say. And, uh, I think, well, you know, I think it's been long enough to where we can have a, we can have Riley on next week. You know, sometimes what you got to do is you got to let the women, you know, you got to let them think they're in charge, right? You know, but when it comes to the end of the day, you know, you make the decisions, you know, Riley thinks, you know. You know, she, she's loved on this podcast, but, you know, occasionally, you know, I got to be like, hey, 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 you know, I can do this on my own, you know, I don't, I don't need you, I mean, I like it, enjoy my name, you know, and just kidding, I love you, all right, um, thanks for listening, guys, um, you know, um, um, it's, you know, stick up for yourselves, you know, don't let, you know, don't let someone keep pushing your buttons, whoop their ass if you have to, um, this is Austin. And this has been another episode. Um, stay cocky.